0: What's this about? What's this
1: all
0: about?
1: You're listening to What's this Tao all about? everybody. Welcome back to What's This Tao About? My name is Todd Perry, and with me is C. Joe, Dr. Carl Totten. And we're here at the Taoist Institute to bring you uh, a little more discussion on the Tao Te Ching uh, to try to put this mysterious, magical, wonderful thing into exactly what it doesn't want to be put into words. So uh, uh, we're going to start out here with uh, talking about starting out. So people who have ventured this far into the show... Uh, Here's a note to you. You're on show five. Chances are you're interested in the Tao Te Ching. You're interested in some kind of practice. Uh, Carl, how how do you feel... how, How do people start out in kind of being a practicing Taoist or... Well, or, or what? What you know what I'm saying? What's what's the people know how to practice like Christianity? You mm-hmm. know, you kind of go to church. You you model the behaviors in the Bible. What uh, what would be the, the the way to be a practicing? I guess Taoist.
0: That's a great question. Hopefully, there'll be a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, people who have read the Tao Te Ching, they'll, they will call me, text me, or come to see me and say, you know, my gosh. I just realized I've been a Taoist all my life right. you know, because some things will just resonate within the Taoist perceptions that make sense to them. And so I think that, of course, I always advise people to start with the Tao Te Ching. Because that lays—that's kind of the wellspring from which so much richness has emerged, Hmm. and I think that even though people may not understand everything in there, because understanding a try and attempting to quote understand is actually part of the problem. Yeah, but yet the Tao Te Ching throws you into a position of both. Wanting to understand while realizing the limitations of attempting to understand, right. and that puzzle and that puzzlement captivates people. It's fascinating,
1: and it opens them up because you're like, oh, what What is this? You have to you have to expand the way you're thinking in order to grasp all of it or it, attempt to grasp right. it or, exactly.
0: You know, to try to figure out what's this Tao all about. Right? Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, and so people say, well, the word Tao means the road or the path or the way. The way to what? Well, it's a way to, you know, they say the action of the Tao is always to do what? To return. Yes. To revert, to return to the source. Mm -hmm. What's the source? Well, as I frequently say, you know, all of us are here in this world, in this universe, To live a meaningful life. And in order to live a meaningful life, there's some conditions that help support living a meaningful life. Mm -hmm. Part of it is knowledge or experience. What knowledge or experience? Well, most people at some point want to know that what they're doing is actually something that is important in the context of who they are. So it goes back to, who, who am I really? Where did I come from? Why am I here? Where am I going? Yeah. What am I doing here? And so part of the Taoist experience is to become quiet enough and centered enough and stable enough to begin to intuit some of these answers. Nobody can give another human being the answers to those questions. Mm. But yet, since each one of us is actually part of the field, this whole field of energy that constitutes the Tao, the answer is embedded in the experience
1: right but it's not it's not in the words it's not you know it's it's in actually having an experience. so unpack that a little bit mm-hmm. the exact- in, in,
0: in lived experience but but what gets in the way of lived experience? Well, most people after a while. You know, they 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 have a job to go to, they have bills to pay, they have responsibilities, they have kids to raise, they have you know, they they have to do things all the time. And in the doing of things all the time, they may have gotten away from something that internally you might say their heart's desire, maybe they've always known that they were a painter or a musician or a or a craftsmaker. Or a, a writer, mm-hmm. or whatever. Whatever you know, at a deep level, they intuit is would really bring joy and happiness and meaning to their life, and harmony, and harmony, balance. But yet they aren't doing it. Mm-hmm. They're busy thinking and doing other things, and even some people who have gotten into a profession that they love, the demands of the profession get so specific that all the joy has left.
1: Right, yeah, the, yeah.
0: The, There's no fun anymore. Right. You know, it's like, you know, you hear the thing, are we having fun yet? No, <laughs> we're not <laughs> having fun yet. Right. <laughs> right. And my teacher, one of my teachers, you know what he said? Number one is fun. <laughs> Number God. one is fun. Because if you aren't engaged in a joyous way of, of your li- in your life, your life's activity, then we're missing something. Mm-hmm. We're missing something. And yet we're so busy, and yet we're missing something. What is that something that we're missing? That is what the Tao is all about. It's getting to that something. Getting to that something. It's different for everybody. Right. But I am convinced that everybody has it. Why? Because everybody is part of the field. Everybody's part of the Tao. The Tao is all that is. Mm-hmm. And everything that is is what? Interconnected. Right? Yeah. We're, we're entangled with everybody else. Right. <laughs> which is both good and, of course, has brought us some problems. So... To
1: practice kind of the Tao is, is to keep returning to it almost in 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 your daily like returning to that something, returning yes. to that field, and through certain practices, whether they be meditation, mm-hmm. contemplation, mm-hmm. being quiet, engaging in activities where you kind of turn off your mind and go into the zone, mm-hmm. all these things are ways to return
0: to the Tao. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I picked something up here. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the the sense of being engaged. You, you know, when you're really engaged in something that you enjoy, how time just flies. Oh, yeah. Hours can go by, and it feels like five minutes. Has well, we'll sit and record the show, and every
1: once in a while, i look down to a time check to figure out, you know, to kind of right. schedule <laughs> things a bit. And i look down and i am like,
0: that was 18 minutes?
1: <laughs> no idea, because every, you know. Everything just disappears in right, a certain way, right. you know?
0: Yeah, we get absorbed in what we're doing. Yeah, and music
1: is a wonderful way music, to do that. Playing music, art,
0: certainly. Yeah, uh, it, S- sports, some pe- athletic. Some things. people it's riding horses, right? And, yeah. Some people love to get up in the morning and run. Yeah. Right, and the endorphins start you know moving through their brain, and they're in a state of just absolute joy. Yeah. Right? Golf. So, <laughs> golf. <laughs> it can be. I yeah, guess it can be anything. Yeah. It can be anything. But what I encourage people to do is to take the time <clears throat> and literally write, write some of this down. Mm-hmm. Because if things are just in our heads, sometime, you know, it can kind of come in one ear and go out the other. Yeah. But if you actually write it down so you can kind of return to it and look at it. And what should you write down? Hmm. Well, what do you really enjoy most in life?
1: What mm-hmm. makes you
0: happy? What, what, you know, I said number one is fun. What's really fun for you? Yeah, you know, and just list some activities that are really fun, and and then and then you can look at that and say, hmm, when was the last time I did that? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of revolutionary. Like
1: the Dow is a, a weird thing; it's pointing towards having fun. And enjoying life and being joyous, where many spiritual traditions, you know, is understanding that life is suffering, or understanding that I must be subservient to something else. That's I'm trying to carry out somebody else's will.
0: There's okay. no fun in any of that.
1: <laughs> no. And, and the Tao is like, you're here. You're going to be here for a while. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Get the most out of it. Learn, and then uh, and press on. Right. And become the dust. Right. But look forward
0: to it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And
1: I find that such a revolutionary yeah. thing, especially in the realm of philosophy or, or religion, which takes itself so seriously or everything's so sacred. And the Tao's more like, get out there, engage, buy the ticket, take the ride, <laughs> have fun, and, and, and but, but be conscious of it while you're doing it. And that's right. what life is. And it's so simple. And it's almost like if you were to go up to somebody and go... What's the meaning of life, or how should I be living, or what should I be doing? And you go up to them and go, No, no, it's all about having a good time. Like they go, Well, that's not serious, right? That's not meaningful, but it is. Yeah, there's nothing more. In the end, that's what it is. There's nothing
0: more meaningful than a a human being doing what they love to do and enjoying it deeply, Mm -hmm. you know, because when you feel that, it just radiates from you and it's actually contagious. Yes. Then other people are going, Wow. Why is he having so much fun? You know, <laughs> yeah. What could I do? Right. You know, They equally have fun. Not doing what they do, but finding my own path. Right. And Taoism is about helping each individual find their own way, find their own path. Unlock their own cage. The thief. Unlock your own cage by getting in tune with your own heart's desires mm-hmm. at the deepest level. and th- But at the same time, understanding that we're all part of this mix. You know, we're here to support each other. I think a lot of modern life has become very competitive. Oh, yeah. People are competing, you know, for positions. Competing for property, competing for money. Look at the history of the world. It's a competition for resources Mm. with one group trying to take somebody else's resources Mm -hmm. and dominate, manipulate, and control other people to get it. Oh, yeah. But what has that led to? A history of just unremitting violence. Yeah. You know, our history is written by who? the victors of wars right yeah definitely and so it's it's mostly lies actually you know designed to support you know whoever won you know make themselves look good and make their quote opponents look bad right and 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 who's the victor and who's the vanquished? of course these just trade back and forth you know for the last ten thousand years right you know (laughs) and 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 so you know what are we doing is that why we're here, just to conquer each other and take each other's resources, mm-hmm. and, and while, while reaping the earth mm-hmm. and, and spoiling the environment, right? The soil, the land, mm-hmm. the air, uh, the, you know, the, the Arctic, and so on. Is, is that why we're here? Is, is that is, and that has led to gr- gross global instability mm-hmm. in terms of the environment, in terms of the ozone, you know, and, and, and just in, in terms of the basic conditions for life yeah. are now kind of teetering in the balance we're we're poisoning the life well right it it can go either way yeah you know it can go either way and we want it to go the right way (laughs) and so supporting people's consciousness to make the right decisions that will influence the the people who think they are in charge, right, the politicians, the industrialists, you know, others, yeah, yeah. you know, you know these people are supposed to be representing who? The the people, right? Yeah. And so what do the people want? I think the people really want to have fun, to live a life that's meaningful, and to have peace, okay. to have harmony, to have balance. And if our, quote, leaders are not providing that, and they rarely do, yeah. <laughs> then I think that's what, Leads to so much unhappiness and uncertainty, and a sense of being frantic in this world today. Desperate, and desperate. Yeah. We're in a, We're in a. People sense this sense of desperation, this thing, and the anxiety that that uh, creates. You know, that leads to violence and depression, and you know it it leads to both internal imbalance like you just said you know depression anxiety and external imbalance you know calls for invasions war uh j- just activity, you know, uh, ideologies un- 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 unbridled yeah. capitalism, yeah. you know, where you know a tiny fraction are become extremely wealthy and everybody else is struggles yeah. and is in this competition with each other for, for the, the crumbs the scraps. Yeah. that are yeah. left over. <laughs> and that is that is that a way to live your life? No. Do you want to spend the next 30, uh, 40, thirty, forty, fifty years just doing that? Yeah. Really? I don't think so.
1: What's this Tao All About is recorded at the Taoist Institute in North Hollywood, California. Check out the Taoist See their schedule of classes, including Taoist Meditation, Kung Fu, and Qigong. That's Taoist Institute.com. In, in terms of, we're talking about returning, returning to the Tao. Uh, there's a major. Idea and concept in Taoism called Day. So, uh, tell me if I'm wrong here. Uh, the the character for Day, as I was reading, uh, it means upright heart or virtue, and also combined with left foot, which is stepping out. So it's finding that virtue uh, that one discovers on the on the on the Tao on the road, taking that virtue and then putting it in action. So it's actually yes. not just. Uh, living a life that's, you know, you're returning to yourself, you're, you're finding your Tao, but also how to put that into the world around us and how to interact with people, yes. inter- interact with the environment. So it's kind of the, I feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, the external practice of
0: the Tao. It's, it's I think, day, 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 often is translated, like you said, as virtue or shape or power. It's how do things take form or take shape? It's kind of the motive energy for this act of creation, for putting something out there, yeah. if you will.
1: Oh, my, my! It's funny. My therapist once said we were, we were talking. I was trying to, you know, make certain changes in my life, and he was like, you know, you you have the thoughts, right? You have almost like the the Tao or whatever of something, but you don't have any fuel behind it or uh, motivation or emotions in order to enact what you're thinking mentally. Yes. You know, you're all yes. in your head. Yes. So it's not, it's not actually, you're not getting anything done or fixing anything or changing anything because you don't have that energy behind it. So right. could, could the day right. be kind of that animating energy yes. uh, behind uh, the, the, the framework of the Tao? Exactly. get me right. Yeah.
0: It's that energy that allows things to become what they are. Okay. You know, often we we might even know kind of what to do or how things should be done, but if we don't have the mechanism for actually putting it into play and into place it doesn't happen right so things remain kind of in this nebulous unresolved unmanifested state and so it's almost like the motivation the creative force the creative energy to put it out there in the world right, right. it's what takes it from the inside and puts it to the outside and when the outside and the inside connect and are in harmony, in balance, oh, life is good. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> life is good. Yeah.
1: That's when you've kicked into the next gear, yeah. right? So you, <laughs> exactly. have, you
0: have this returning
1: feeling of the Tao where you say to yourself, I, I want to, I don't know, become a cook or use, you know what I'm saying? And then the day is that thing that puts it into practice, mm-hmm. right? It's the... Uh, correctly and with right mind and right order going out to execute this meal you're going to yes create
0: and the the activity of internally picturing you know the way that we live as human beings the way that we live in a sea of images too you know in order to do something, you have to see it as possible. Yeah. you have to, you have to have some image of it, some picture of whatever it is in your mind. But if it just stays a picture in your mind, it'll never happen. right. So something has to take that picture in your mind, put it out there in your environment, and then I think this is the key. When you've taken what's inside of you, Put it out there as an absolutely attainable reality and then allow that attainable reality, which at some level has already happened mm-hmm. in, in, a, in, a, in a universe of infinite possibility. It's actually already happened. Right. And so when we take this picture from the inside and actually find it outside and then allow that to just draw us into it, that is the day. Ah, that okay. is right. how you, we actually create it. See you know, it's, 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 the, it's the, this law of attraction, if you will, this yeah. law of manifestation. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how it works. But then another thing is that you have to actually s- see it, think it as if it has already happened. That's the key. It's already happened. And then how would emotionally, how would you feel if it's already happened? Well, I'd be excited. I'd be so happy, right? right. you got to feel that. And then how would your body feel? Oh, my, my body would feel like really loose and strong and really intact. And when you put the, that mental and that emotional and that physical all together at the same time and place as you are envisioning this reality as if it's already happened, bam. It manifests right that 's the day boom it just happens okay that 's it so
1: so for the people uh, you know listening at home they have they 're kind of figuring out the, you know, their, their way their Tao, and then to put it into action uh, in your mind and ov- and obviously it 's not just wishful thinking it's actually it's actual actual action, but when you yes. have in your mind your, your, your desired outcome, and you begin to feel like it's already happened, it's going to be easier for you to go out and achieve those things because you have that confidence. You have that, uh, in, in the relay of life, you're, you're, you've got the baton and you just, you've got that goal <laughs> right. to hit and it's fully visualized. Right,
0: right, right. right. And, 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 and like I said, on three levels, it has to be mental, emotional, and physical. Okay. All three. And no doubt, it has to be like no doubt that it's actually real yeah. because it actually is real somewhere out there. it just hasn't manifested real in your life experience yet right, and it never will unless you take that step right that step that leap of faith right that, yeah <laughs> but you want but you but you're not just jumping into something where you ha- literally have no concept you you've taken the inside externalized it and then use the external picture to pull you into its existence yeah. and that is the process of manifestation one more thing a lot of people try to do what i just said in their mind they just try to use the mental way of this of creating it that would that does work but unfortunately because our minds are polarized what you create you will also create in these unconscious something that will uncreated. Oh. Okay. And you'll get backlash. Right? Okay. You'll, you'll get sabotaged somehow. Right. However, if we go to an actual more powerful creative place, the heart, mm-hmm. where in Chinese they say the Shen, the spirit, lives in the heart. Well, is actually?
1: that like in the uh, the... Character for the day was an upright heart, heart or virtue. Yeah, yes. see,
0: it goes back to the heart. Yeah, right. Because the heart, unlike the brain, is non-polarized. It's a it's a place of unity consciousness. It's pure, and it's pure, and that actually that's even Christian, isn't it? Yeah. And the, the, the pure of heart shall see God. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah, the Beatitudes, all that. Right. Right. Yeah? yeah. See, so if we go to this pure place in the heart and create it from there, and it's actually the 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 electromagnetic field that emanates from the heart is many times more powerful than the one that actually comes off the brain, okay. actually. So this is the place to actually do the creation. And so if we get in touch with our heart's desire and then let this this process of manifestation emerge from there, it'll happen. Okay. Without creating the conditions to sabotage and uncreate it at the same time, the polarized brain can't help itself. You know, we got right brain, left brain, forebrain, back brain, the high brain, low brain. We, we, it, it, it's, it's split. It's separate, and therefore we wind up splitting things into many, many different dimensions of experience, and uh, that leads to separation. Yeah, and separation uh, is. In many respects uh, the problem
1: (laughs) so yeah I've been recently trying to kind of start my own because I I work as a writer kind of during my normal uh, when I'm not out cultivating the Tao, I'm uh, writing at a desk and I've been looking towards starting my own kind of in-home writing business where I have a bunch of different clients that I write for different things and I'm unlocking myself from the cage of Having to be, you know, serve one master or whatever, even though the people I work for are quite wonderful, but Mm -hmm. to kind of do my own thing. I'm ready for that in life. And so I've had this constant, I've had this thing I've been working on. And I have moments where I think, I I think that, think like you've achieved it. Think about what that's going to feel like. And I have had these moments where I was about just ready to kind of step in, but then I feel like something's pulling me back. There's that weird thing where my heart has been consistent. In my desire, my mind sometimes <laughs> is is no. You know what? Play it safe. Right. Don't go out there. Don't do. It. And then later, it's inconsistent. But right. my heart, I feel in it, has been consistent the whole way. So there's a you know, thirty five percent of the time, <laughs> the heart and mind have not been aligned. <laughs> right. 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 So it's it's a point of kind of keeping those things, or just telling the mind mind shut up
0: <laughs>
1: heart you know do the
0: work and ultimately what you just said is actually something very profound oh okay. which is that the heart and the mind need to connect mm-hmm. usually the average person certainly here in the west the mind is dominating most of the time mm-hmm. the logical left brain is pretty much in, the boss right right in charge. yeah oh yeah so now we're so now we're trying to find this whole new way of existing and being getting in touch with this 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 unified consciousness of the heart. Now, the heart has uh, you might say there's two heart fields. One is the emotional heart, right? And we're all familiar with the emotional heart, right? All the passions, the yeah. jealousy, the envy, the anger, the fear, right? Yeah. It's not that. Then where you want to be coming from. There's a deeper place in the heart that's usually only found in certain types of meditation, by the way. That's another reason why meditation matters, right? And so when we find this other place, so-called sacred space of the heart, or the tiny space of the heart, it's an actual physical place in the heart. Mm. But we actually have to move to that place and experience that as a real entity, a real space. In there is everything. it's like the entire universe is in there it's where the Tao resides in every human being and that's where we can approach our highest nature and the highest component of all that connects all of us Mm -hmm. because we're all in the same boat we're all in the same universe all all
1: emanating from the same field Uh,
0: exactly and so if we can find that place and it's not that difficult you just have to know where it is and how to get there and then turn our attention up to the brain really to the pineal gland if yeah. you will and and feel that connection between the heart and the brain now they become a single unity a single unified field so that the heart and the mind, the brain actually are perceiving the same way maybe for the first time in your life wow and when you can do that you're home free. <laughs> that's it. That's
1: wonderful. I think that's a good place to stop with Day. Uh, that was that was that was that was very good. I like I like when we can talk about these things in a non abstract I mean it's abstract in a way, but actual here are tangible things to do. Yes. It's not just it's not just wind. It's not just yeah.
0: words about that, that that aren't connected to your personal experience yeah. and your personal practice. See, everything needs to support everything else. Right. You know, if we're going to use words, and that we have to, you know, I mean, unless we're telepathic, right, we're going to have yeah. to use words right now. Right. Understanding that the word is not the thing that we're really trying to convey. Yeah. It's pointing. Right. right. It's pointing in that direction. But then we each have to find how that resonates in our own experience. Right. And every individual, that's, that's your birthright, is to do that. And our job, as you know, kind of uh, the Taoist uh, uh, practitioners, is is to point that out. You know that, that you have the capacity to do that. And here are some tools that might help you. Right. But we can we can't help you. We we can't walk the journey for you. But we can. Point to the fact that you have a journey right. and there's a path, and we will support you when you walk when you walk there. You're not alone. Yeah, right. You're not alone. You'll never walk alone. You'll never walk alone. Yeah. We're all in this together. And we and we know that. Yeah. No, we no, know no, that. No, 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 no,
1: no. So let's get on to chapter four of the doubt aging. Uh, and I think this one from my notes uh, aligns with what we've been speaking. I love how. And this isn't always in, intentional. How we have, we'll have a topic, we'll have a, you know, some things we discuss, and lo and behold, we come to the chapter, and the chapter echoes exactly what we've been discussing.
0: How about that? Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. So, chapter four of the Tao Te Ching, I think, really concerns the, the notions of emptiness and infinity. Okay. Emptiness and infinity. So what does it say? Well, the Tao is an empty vessel. It is used but never filled. Oh, un. Fathomable source of the ten thousand things.
1: No, I love the I love the ten thousand things as <laughs> the metaphor for every
0: everything like, in right. in existence. Everything. Right. So that was just a big number back then. Ten thousand. Right. <laughs> right. They're that's, just throwing that's it. Just, to, uh, that's a lot of things. I mean, they could have said you know ten million or ten billion. They Googleplex. <laughs> or, you know,
1: whatever word you say is a five year old. A trillion. You know. But I like how there's that childlike. Uh, feeling of the Tao, you know. that There's ten thousand, you know,
0: just yeah, yeah. arbitrarily. Yeah. So, but it's unfathomable source of ten thousand things. You know, if you go back to the beginning, what's our beginning as far as we know? The Big Bang, right? Right. right. Out of this Big Bang, everything came into manifestation, right. into existence. Well, what was before the Big Bang? Hmm, huh, we don't know what you know, where yeah. where did everything come from? You know, before there was anything, what was there? there was some field. Right. It was the, some the,
1: quantum the, physics people say there's so it was some kind of field of energy yeah. or you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah. we we don't
0: know. We yeah. can only hypothesize. But in order for everything to exist and and it does seem to have come from a a, a a one point. Yeah. One source. And from this one source, bam, wow. everything expanded and contracted, right? Mm-hmm. Things are opening, things are closing, right? Things are coming, things are going. Things are living, things are dying, right? Yeah. Even the biggest, brightest star will live, glow. Boom and blink out eventually, right? And, and going down to a hard rock. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. And, and that, in fact, that's what we are. Yeah. You know, a billion stars exploded, you know, billions of light years ago, and all that plasmodic energy actually went out into space and eventually coalesced, cooled, and, you know, heated, cooled, coalesced into Earth into us yeah. we literally are stardust all yeah. of us it's amazing yeah. that's why he says it's unfathomable I and mean, it's so mind-boggling we can't even conceptualize it yeah not at all and, and how many people actually feel this that that's what they are yeah, you know, we it's look like magical. Yeah. It, it is magic. It is. Yeah. You talk about magic. Now that's magic. Yeah, you know, and and the fact that we look like we're these solid beings—the wall, the chair, the ground—everything looks solid. This isn't, you yeah. know, it's just atoms just floating around in a in a pool of energy, interconnected energies. That's what, so. Can you imagine if we all looked at each other like that, yeah. and we just saw ourselves as? As these balls of light energy, just glowing and all interconnected, can you imagine what that would do to our consciousness? But that's true. Right. That's the truth about what we really not, are. Not,
1: yeah, right. Not, not, not the, the lie we've been told, or we. It's was, it was the great line by Yoda. And the Empire strikes uh, back where he says, "Master Yoda, yes, Master Yoda says, luminous was it luminous beings are we, yes, not this crude matter yes yeah it's it's
0: amazing, He's speaking the truth
1: <laughs> now if I could only have that in front of me twenty four hours a day, or you know when i'm Getting gas at the mobile station or
0: arguing with my luminous being of a wife or, you know, that, you know, but it's, but it's true. It puts things in perspective, doesn't it?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: In a major way. Mm -hmm. And so he goes on to say after that, blunt the sharpness. Talk about arguing, blunt the sharpness, (laughs) untangle the knot, right? Right. Thinking, we think ourselves into knots every day, don't we? Yes. Blunt the sharpness, untangle the knot, soften the glare. (laughs) Merge with dust, oh, hidden deep but ever-present. I do not know from whence it comes. It is the forefather of the emperors. So... Now, now,
1: I was reading that and I was looking up the emperors, and I guess they were saying that emperors were like a, 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 a Chinese idea of like God or the, the, the gods that were ruling everything. And in, in the Tao, they're saying this unfathomable thing mm-hmm. is from beyond that. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's that, and, and that to, to merge with the dust, I guess, was some kind of metaphor for death, and to almost dance with death. It, remember i said that
0: ultimately we're all cosmic dust yeah that's right. what we are right yeah it's true right and we, we, that's where we come from we will return to that uh you know e- even the christian right from ashes to ashes from dust to dust yes. right yes the same same yeah. thing there's so many parallels you know and mm-hmm. all of these different yeah because i think that at the beginning people observe things and they had experiences. And then they, they tried to codify that somehow by writing it down yeah. and, then, and then creating some type of, of system, some sort of structural system. To manage to, it. To, to manage it, to contain it. To manage it. the information. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was primitive information management. <laughs> yeah. And then add these things to make sure you adhered to it. Right. You'll go to hell unless you adhere right. to it. Then right. Then there's laws and rules and commandments, thou shalt and shalt nots and all these other things. To and the spiritual, which then became religious, then became the state. Right, yeah. It very often became the state. Yeah. And every state is concerned with what? Power, uh, and control, power, and control through manipulation, dominance, uh, war, and on and on and on and on. And on. Right. Uh, See, so uh, what started out uh, as an insight, as an understanding, I think has morphed into something else. A misunderstanding. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And so I think Lao Tzu, you know, he's always, always, it's like the Tao Te Ching is like a mirror. It's always in a very practical way saying, okay, take a look at yourself, blunt the sharpness, untangle the knots, Soften the glare, <laughs> yeah. because in, in in our daily existence we've got lots of knots, oh. lots of glaring, <laughs> <And> undoing everything, <laughs> and now. lots of sharpness. Yes, you know sharp tongues, right?
1: I uh, got uh, that problem?
0: Oh, just and just take a look at our current political debates. Oh my. Lord, <laughs> <Yes>. well, <laughs> you know, I try it, not to. <laughs> it, it, it's like life has become a reality TV show.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know what the heck
0: happened. I don't, I don't know where everything went wrong. You know, well, I, mean, I think Lao Tzu is way back then. He's, he's saying he's illustrating how things can go wrong and pointing back to where we need to return in order to feel renewed. Back to the source. Right. The source of these ten thousand things. You know, everything has a source. And if you can abide in the source, rest in the source, it's beautiful. Mm. It's beautiful. Because then you feel like you've rediscovered yourself. You found yourself. And how many people say that they're trying they want to find themselves? Every adolescent, right? right? Says, I want to find myself, I want to figure out who am I. And then I think they struggle with that for a while, and then they accept some answer. Oh, you're this, you're that. Oh, go to school, learn this, become that. That's who you are. That's what you are. And then at the and then one does that. One becomes hopefully successful doing that. And then at the end, on their deathbed, people look back, and they go, Hmm. One, where did the time go? And two. Why did I spend all this time doing something that doesn't and didn't bring me joy and
1: happiness? And you're almost creating that we were talking about about the cage earlier through having to become this person for having to become all these different prescribed people we can be. It's almost like someone gives you a sheet of paper and says at a certain point, okay, here's, here's the guys you can be. You can be, here's the businessman guy, and <laughs> it, with the businessman guy, you're going to have certain values and morals and, and adhere to those, or you can go out and you can be the hippie guy and have these values and morals. You can be some, comp, you know, you could be the, you know, there's all these prescribed archetypes of people right. that people are trying to fit themselves into. Roles and role expectations. It, it closes your mind yes. also because you have to, it's a, what, what do they call it? Um, the cognitive dissonance, you know, and, and, and accepting other ideas, and you end up kind of locking yourselves into things. Yes. I, I, I find, and I've, I've done yes. that to myself many times, and I, I trying not to, or, you know, trying to get out of that. Um, so, as we wrap up today, do, do we have a good, solid uh, takeaway or something that people can do uh, to uh, uh, enact their day, or, you know,
0: what... It w- well... There's always so many things. It's a matter of just trying to come up with something that's simple and obtainable and easy to do. Yeah. You know, if it isn't easy, people aren't going to do it. <laughs> and so I always think it has to be easy. So uh, one of the meditations I like to do is to think about visualizing all of your dreams. What, do you, what is your ultimate heart's desire? Think about that as a dream and actually see, by the way, when you go to sleep at night with this on with this, it's almost like having a a word at the tip of your tongue. You want to have this image of this dream of what you really want most in your life right at the tip of your consciousness and then fall into a dream state and see where that takes you. Because one of the keys, I'm convinced, is to not have such a divide between our conscious and our subconscious. Okay. Most people have a huge wall between their conscious and their subconscious. Yeah, how do you take to, that down? To the point what? where a lot of it is actually unconscious. Right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> and so this is a way to take that down, is to, is to kind of get behind the veil, if you will. So if you start... Thinking about a dream and then you slip into a dream while you're thinking about a dream You might do something remarkable, which is called lucid dreaming where you wake up in the dream and you realize my gosh I'm fully awake and I'm dreaming Wow. And you can control and play within that. And you dream. Oh, we talk about play. You talk about fun. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You will be ecstatic. <laughs> right. All night and then all day. Because ultimately, you'll come to realize it's all a dream. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I a man dreaming he's a butterfly? Am I a butterfly dreaming he's a man? Hmm. Who's to tell me
1: one way or the other, right? (laughs) So I think we'll leave with that. I think that's a perfect note to end on. Uh, C. Joe, Dr. Carl Totten, thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you. All right. To learn more about the show, check us out online at whatsthisdow.com. Follow the show on Twitter at What's This Dow? Follow Todd Perry on Twitter at Todd A. Perry. Now, don't follow leaders and watch your parking meters.